Mike. 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 Dun 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 dun. So, uh, well, one thing to note is, you know, it's Matt and I talking today. Uh, Mike is clearly got a handful of diapers and yeah. shit. So, what do you think uh, of that, Mike? <laughs> it's very hard to do. Hmm. So uh, he's with us yeah. in spirit. <laughs> yes, he is, and in pictures on phones. That's true. <laughs> um, so anyway, so you know, E three is upon us this week, and this is a big, big time for us because we're huge gamers. And, um, you know, the other thing is that we're big gamers that have no time on our hands. So as we're doing this, uh, you know, we just want to talk about some of the things that really impressed us, that we, our thoughts on the coverage that we're able to follow for E3. And if there's anything that was uh, really stood out that we wanted to bring up that, uh, you know, we haven't really had a chance to talk about it. And this is a good time for us to talk about all things E3 and all things video games for the rest of this year. Sounds good to me, man. Uh, what yeah. do you want to start with? Uh, let's keep it very simple and just talk about what we thought our biggest announcement was at E3 this year. Okay, you go first. All right. So for me, uh, it was clearly the Xbox One backwards compatibility. That was awesome. Uh, I, I did not see that coming from a mile away, but... You know, when it comes to Xbox One, and I don't have the system, and I did not really have plans on buying the system because I had a PS, I have a PS4, and still the best. It's still the best, and it's got mostly the same games. But there's Xbox some. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but uh, as far as Xbox goes, like I had the 360, and I have a bunch of games that I never finished. Mm-hmm. So this was actually kind of it's kind of cool to hear because now I once I go into next generation I don't even think about the previous generation like I don't mm-hmm. want to have all those things hooked up to the to the TV anymore. Yeah. So for this it's almost like I can completely retire the Xbox 360 of course depending on which games are they allow it to play in backwards compatibility. I think it's all of them, right? Isn't it like more of a download or something that you have to do? From what I saw I think it's a hundred titles by the end of this year, and then more will be added. So, uh, I wish they did uh, Xbox though, because I wanted to play uh, the game Jade Empire for Xbox. Yeah, and I was thinking that you know my roommate has Xbox One, and I would love to replay that since that's you know the game that was pre- uh, predated uh, Mass Effect and Dragon Age. Yeah, and you keep telling me about it, how cool it is, and I've been wanting to try that too. I like it. <laughs> So, um, so for me, it's like the other good thing is that there's no reason for remasters anymore if everything can just play on the mm-hmm. system. So, you know, for me, I, I don't like getting up and putting discs into the system at all. Same here. I mean, like I love digital downloads because it makes me and allows me to be as lazy as I want to be. Mm-hmm. So to have one system that I can just play everything on, to everything that I own, that's perfect for me. Wait, so... Right. I, I'm considering getting an Xbox One. That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to get one. Wait, Rob, you're saying that you're lazy? I would have never guessed that, dude. Slightly, slightly, yeah. Well, yeah. Do you, did, I, did I ever tell you about the the most ingenious <laughs> ingenious thing that I've ever done, which yes. was whenever what? the clocks whenever our clocks end up um, like they get unplugged or whatever, 
I wait until midnight to change the clocks because all I do is unplug it again and plug it back in, and now it's 12. Are you fucking serious? And then I just press the one button, so now it just sets it at midnight. That's not even laziness. That's baffling. And first of all, which clock do you have that's on when all the other ones aren't working? I have my phone. Oh, so that doesn't count as the clock, basically? No, no, no. I have, like, a clock in front of my TV to make sure that, you know, I'm actually paying attention to the time. What are you trying to do, like, quantum timing? Get it all exactly at the millisecond? Yes. That's strange. Well, speaking of laziness, do you think that Sony should take a, a little bit of a, the Microsoft playbook and make all their freaking games backwards compatible? Yes. Will they? No. Because yeah. they have that stupid PlayStation Now system that... I shit. Did you try the uh, the beta that they released? No, I didn't try that yet. Is it w- even worth looking at? I had I did a seven day trial and canceled it within maybe about an hour. Seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, like it was. It did not play well. It was a waste of time. The game selection was awful, and I just didn't see the point. And I can't imagine people paying money for that. That sucks balls. Yeah, yeah. Sony is really dropping the ball, personally, in my opinion, with that. Um, for me, I didn't go with the backwards compatibility, even though that is awesome. Mm-hmm. For me, I think this year, from watching all the press conferences, is the games coming out this year, I think, are taking us to the next level of video games. They're huge games, immense games, immense worlds that we're getting. And on top of it, the detail is just mind-numbing. And for me... Um, I don't want to say that even though I'm kind of like cheating a little bit, I'm not putting just one thing. I'm kind of using this more as a general fact uh-huh. It's just, I think that we're, um, how do I, the best word to explain it? It's like the technological breakthrough that came through this year is just insane. And what I'm talking about is Microsoft has a thing called the HoloLens, mm-hmm. where it's kind of like an Oculus Rift. You put it on this like goggle bullshit, right? Yeah. But when you play Minecraft, right? You could actually play Minecraft on your table, and it looks like the thing's being built on your table. So it looks like it's just Legos on your table. And I couldn't believe that. And the thing is, though, you have to wear the thing. It's not like it shoots out like little lasers and everybody could see it, you know? But to me... Wait wait a minute. Wait a minute. So there's (laughs) two things about this. One, you need a table... Well, you could do it on the floor, is what they're saying, you know. Okay, but okay. You didn't, you didn't specify you can do this on the floor, because <laughs> that's what you would do it. Yeah, and then secondly, so what I want to see out of this is reaction videos of people walking in and watching somebody trying to like they build they it. have the headset on and they're building things, <laughs> but there's nothing there, and they just look insane. Yeah. Did you ever see that video, the security guard that was on the roller coaster uh, game for Oculus Rift and he fell out of the chair? <laughs> no. He went, he leaned forward and he just flew forward because he thought he was going down on a roller coaster. I'm like, dude, all right. I d- seriously doubt they're putting like wind effects in there and the smell of the breeze, you know? Come on. Yeah. Like, I understand you're seeing shit, but I don't think we're th- quite there yet. But yeah. the only other two things that I would say that just really blew my mind was um, there's this also this game called Dreams. Now, we, me, you, and Mike once talked about like a games that we would create. And I mentioned that I would love to see a game where you actually play as you're in a dream. 
yeah. where you go through each level and it changes, the world changes all the time because dreams are constantly changing and you feel weird and stuff. Well, there's a game that's called Dreams that you could basically create anything, like anything you want in the world with other players. And it's like a lucid dream, basically. And it looks like claymation almost. Mm-hmm. But when you create it, you could use it. So you create a bear. The bear's going to run around and go crazy. You could, they were showing that you could put pianos in and play the piano and p- make music. Like This is the most insane shit I've ever seen in my life. So That you could do this. So wait. I, this I was, was Sony, by the way. Yeah, I was watching that, and I, I didn't understand it. But could you imagine if this game is, let's say you create something that was in your dream... Mm-hmm. And you just put it out in the world and see how it fucks up everyone else's dream. Dude, this might be the game to get. Imagine the fucking things we could put in this. Could you imagine how my dreams will screw up oh. your dreams? <laughs> how my dreams already screw up like, my <laughs> life? <laughs> imagine Mike putting all the dreams he tells us about. Oh, dude. Like I said, we can't say because it's copyright law to Mike that we can't say what his dreams are but let me tell you something the world is not ready for mike's (laughs) Mike's dreams all right oh wait a minute what you do realize that you can replicate the gremlin with a tuxedo with the playstation with the playstation controller in his hand holy shit dude i could do the when the badger fell out of the tornado with me and started chasing me around the area i could do when chucky was on a bus with all these other dolls and he was going chucky's coming Oh my god, this is a fucking amazing. <laughs> I think this might be the greatest game ever made. Yeah. The horror we're gonna the three of us would bring to the it's, world. It's supposed to be like a such like a kitty like you know, imaginative game. You express your creativity. We're just creating monsters and <laughs> and horror yeah. that shouldn't abominations that shouldn't exist. <laughs> Yeah, so I would say those are basically the two things that really just blew me away in terms of technology. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you just want to throw, you know, I had like a third thing just quickly. You know that game No Man's Sky? Yeah. That game, you honestly, it's like, it. this also goes with the technology kind of. The game like reproduces different um like planets and stuff. It's a weird way of, like, the technology is weird. It's almost like it's a random generator. Mm-hmm. So there is literally hundreds of thousands of star systems you can ch- search. So you're just in a little ship. The whole game is you're in a little ship and you're exploring. You can get into dog fights with other ships, or you could just explore different planets. But, uh-huh. like, the ecology, like, grows as long as you go to that system. And I'm just like, all right, that shit, this is some fucking Terminator shit. Like, that shit's going to turn real, and we're going to be put in the Matrix with that, all right? Well, you know what I'm afraid of is if that game can somehow communicate with dreams. (laughs) And it starts creating universes of our dreams. Dude, well, you know the whole theory in in physics, there's a theory that we're all in a computer system. Mm Mm-hmm. So what if, like, we're just a more advanced computer system, and now we're recreating another computer system that will be, like, an endless computer system? We're currently talking to computers. That is true. That they they are communicating with themselves to get us to be able to talk to us. So maybe they're the ones in charge. It's like the evil us's from Bill and Ted. (laughs) Dude, 
honestly, now I'm like really fucked in the head because now I'm just like, well, we might be just this random generated system. We could and, all be each other's dreams. And we created so these games in our own dreams because that's what we wanted to do in reality. All right. Not only did we just confuse the shit out of each other and our audience, all right, I think we should just stop there for our heads explode. All right. So um, <laughs> let's let's talk about the, the game that we're most looking forward to. I know that you mentioned a bunch of games that are like really interesting and innovative, but I'm not sure if they would be the games that you would most want to play. Yeah, they so would now, be the most I want to play. Yeah, so now I will caveat this and say the game that we're most looking forward to that is not Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yes, because we are so looking forward to it, and they they gave a trailer for the story, and I know you have no fucking idea. You were like, what the hell is going on? I think the problem was I watched it at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, oh, okay. I, don't, I don't understand, and then I tried watching it again, and I'm like, I didn't understand it then, and I don't understand it now, but I know I want to play this game. Yeah, all I'll say is, I won't go into spoilers or anything, but it's definitely the best connective tissue I've seen from a prequel series and a in a regular series, like in modern day. Yeah. And I think this is going to really just bind everything that even shit that was said in the first Metal Gear Solid is going to combine into this one, mm-hmm. and I think it's just going to be an awesome game. And I love the music that they were using. Like it was a song that was like a spaghetti Western song with a like 80 synth pop. And I was like, that is fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, we're, we're done with metal gear because I don't even talk about it for hours. Yeah. We'll we'll just keep going. So um, just to go off of that, I'm going to start off and say Hitman. Cool. Looks fucking awesome. Yeah. So now I didn't see that coming out at all because I mean, normally like you hear about a hitman game like from miles away and you're like oh okay new one's coming out i'm the only one that's interested in this yeah the trailer that they showed during the sony conference was oh, so man. cool i just love the the fact that it's like it's him running and like the breath is like creating the beat for it the whole time and i didn't even get that dude yeah that, that <laughs> was fucking awesome but um so the trailer I thought was awesome. And one of the things that I noticed in the trailer, and I'm not quite sure this could just be, you know, me creating this weird theory. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that they were, it looked like they were trying to set up in the trailer was that everyone sort of looked like Agent 47 in some way. Okay. Now, I don't know if that meant that they were disguised, like he was disguised as that person. Okay. Or if you're actually going out and taking out the other clones. Okay, I can see what you're saying. You because, mean like, the, they, the people he's taking out? Yeah. Okay. So, like, they, they all had a similar structure to their face. Or this could just be completely randomly created in my own brain that this is what they were doing. This could just be the graphics and that, you know, you're just going crazy. <laughs> like, they only, they only designed one person. They just put hair on top of them. <laughs> they, they were trying to cut corners. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, so the trailer that they showed I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. But then I was watching, they had um, a gameplay trailer. I that saw that talked, too. That talked more about some of the features that were in the game. And then like just read a bunch of interviews that they were talking about all these other features that they have. And just to quickly go over it, like I thought the coolest thing was the fact that it's it's a game that you buy. I, I literally pre-ordered it as soon as I, I was watching this. I was really? trying to swipe wow. I, I was trying to swipe the fucking credit card through the, the side of the PS4 to get that oh money in fast. Um 
That says but, a lot uh, about you, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, what was really cool about it was that they were talking about how the game is structured. So you're playing, first of all, you buy the game 60 bucks. Now, mm-hmm. it seems like you get an incomplete game once you buy it. You They, they said okay. that it's like the story starts in 2015 and it ends in 2016. But your $60 gives you everything that gets released for this game. So, so it's all the DLC I, comes with it, basically, you're saying. Right. That's but cool. the, game, the game is going to be updated regularly. That's so sick. if it's like a story mission that gets added, you know, once that gets added, it's in your game. You don't have to buy it, nothing. It's You already purchased it. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you buy a season pass, like similar to what they did for Resident Evil Revelations 2 and games like that. Okay. But then... What happens is they're consistently updating it with other contracts that you can do. So it's almost like you have like an open world, like you have a map and you pick and you say like, I want to do this hit. I want to take care of this hit or whatever. And you have like an overarching idea of what this thing is, like how exactly you have to complete this or who you have to take out. Okay. And you'll have a set amount of time to do it. So you might turn on the game and you see you have 48 hours to complete this hit or else it goes away completely. So now what's really cool about that is that first of all, you're getting new content every time you're turning on the game. Mm -hmm. Second, it's new content that nobody else has enough time to play it to like create a walkthrough. So you're always being challenged to do something different. And it's not something that you can easily look up because everyone else is going to be trying to figure this out in a short period of time. Which that's pretty cool. That's really cool. And then... Um, hand-to-hand. Oh, you get to mention that. There's a lot more hand-to-hand in this shit. There's a lot more of that. The, uh, just being able to really in- interact with the entire like environment. Like There was one example that they were saying that it's not too unfamiliar to, some, to a Hitman series, but that let's say you put a gun on the floor mm-hmm. and a security guard sees the gun... They're not going to leave it on the floor. They're going to pick it up and they're going to bring it inside wherever it is you want that you're trying to get in. So let's say you're trying to go through a metal detector and you kept getting turned away because you had a gun on you. This time, what will happen is the guard comes in with the gun, places it somewhere inside. You get inside. Now you have your gun. That's a cool. That's really fucking cool. Yeah. Now. Then, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Right. I was going to. No, this is a question. Now. Are they also going to have the thing where he's going to neatly take his clothes off and change into someone else's clothing and then neatly put those clothes to the side? I certainly hope so. Like in all the other games where it's the weirdest shit that he like gently plays it like he just ironed all these clothes. Well, not only did he iron the clothes, but then (laughs) the fact that it all fit him. Yeah, that's true. Like, why is he not taking out this, like, 400-pound guy, and then he's like, fuck, this thing isn't going to fit, or it's, like, super baggy on him? (laughs) Now, in this game, I'm guessing because of the evolution that it has every 48 hours, like, the clothes change and everything. (laughs) There'll be, like, a fat guy with a donut, like, as a security guard. You got to take him out, but then the next day will be a jacked guy, you know? Yeah. And then uh, one last thing that I thought was kind of cool and is probably going to be extremely frustrating is the fact that there's no checkpoints at, oh, in the fuck game. fuck that, dude. Fuck that. No, fuck that. I ain't playing this then. I am not doing the entire mission over and over again, especially that now the landscape's changing every fucking minute. <laughs> no way. I'll watch you guys play this game. I'm done with that shit. All right, all right. <laughs> but that is cool. Now, all jokes aside, if you're not like... 
a terrible video game player like I am, then mm-hmm. it is a really cool thing. And it definitely gives you a challenge. Yeah. So what about you? Is there anything that really stuck out to you? Well, I'm going to kind of go with the big answer, the obvious answer that everybody's been giving. But Fallout 4, I know we talked about it. And I'm not going to go into the stuff that we talked about. The shit that they showed at E3 was insane, dude. You could basically, you know, obviously it's an open world, but it's a huge game, right? They basically mm-hmm. recreate Boston, but it's like the bomb hit. And the game is basically that you start off in the past or like their version of the past. And it's like, you know, that 50s Art Deco type thing, right? And you can create, your character can look like anything, anybody you want. You can make a male or female. Once you start the game, it's like 200 years later, you're like frozen and cryogenic, you know, some bullshit to just get you to the future, right? Yeah. When you get out, though, you could basically build settlements, which was awesome. It was basically like Minecraft, only realistic, where you can you can get people to come in and live in your settlement. Mm-hmm. But like you're building it from the ground up. You have to like you have to find shit like tires and wood and everything. You have to make turrets so people who are trying to attack your settlement they get stopped. And then there's customization of the getting the guns and stuff. You mm-hmm. basically have to find things like little bottles and this and that. And you could create customizable guns. There's like 700 ways to build your gun. And then. And then on top of that, you also have armor. So, you know, how, like you see, like we were talking about how he looked like this 1950s from fucking Buck Rogers in the in the, uh, the trailer. Yeah. You could also get these fucking mech suits and you could like sh- like fly, you put jet packs on them and then fly around with Gatling guns and you can explode heads and you could do the thing where you could either shoot them regularly or you can like aim on their head and then it does like a slow-mo kill. Mm-hmm. Sort of like and then Red you also- Redemption. Like Red Dead Redemption, and on top of it, your dog is basically immortal. It can never die. So it's got, as people were saying, it's called God Dog now. <laughs> so yeah, I just think that really blew me away. With in terms of a game that I really want to play, besides Metal Gear, that's something completely new that I never played. That I would say is my game of the the conference. You know, it's funny. I was just watching, uh, like. They were doing a gameplay, like I guess IGN. They had uh, somebody was playing the game, and they were talking over it. Where one one of the like developers, and quite honestly, that game looks like it could be on a PS2. Well, that's the problem. It's just it's so big. Yeah, that the graphics are definitely getting downsized for the amount of content. That's the only, but it doesn't look too terrible, which mm-hmm. I still do appreciate. And I, like I said, I like the personality of the world a lot. Yeah. So I'll excuse, you know, the fucking shitty hair that the guy has and the weird faces that don't move too well, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, and the awkward stiff dog that you know, like you said, looks like something not even from looks like from Red Dead Revolver on PS2, yeah. you know. <laughs> Now, obviously, there was a shit ton of games that I think me and you are going to go nuts over. And it was hard to pick my favorite game of the conference just because a lot of games, especially sequels that um, are coming out, are just insane. I think one big one that for me and you is the new Mass Effect, Andromeda. Of course, yeah. And it's cool because it starts off with a Johnny Cash song. So it's badass. It's like, you know, kind of like the Wild West in space. You know, it's got, it's called Ghost Riders in the Sky. Yeah. And it's cool because it shows like you're in a new galaxy. You're in the Andromeda galaxy. But there's just cool shit you could do. Like you could like shoot up fat 
like farther you could ride the vehicle again but it's not going to be that shit from the first one the first mm -hmm. mass effect and then on top of it did you see the spaceship that just keeps transforming in the sky yeah yeah that is fucking cool dude yeah that that game like the trailer itself was you know clearly they didn't show any gameplay they didn't really show anything like too major they, they mm -hmm. announced that it's coming out next year right next holiday yeah, so tw holiday 2016. So like I said, that's why I wouldn't put it as the best game because we got tons of time to find out what else is going to go down. You know, quite honestly, it doesn't even matter what they show because I know come that holiday 2016, oh. I'm going to buy it and I'm going same to here. love it. So it doesn't really matter. Like, same thing goes for like Uncharted. I didn't even need to watch that video. Dude, it's so funny that everybody keeps complaining. It's like, oh, well, it's Uncharted. It looks the same thing. Dude, it is like Uncharted, but Uncharted is great. They don't need to fix anything with that game. Right. And it looks beautiful. And on top of it, everything's destructible, if you notice. And then he gets in a car, and I think this is the first time you can control the car. So um, Nathan Drake controls the car. And you can go anywhere in the city, basically, as long as you kind of follow this a little bit of a path, you know? Yeah. And then that's understandable. I mean, yeah. And then he's got the grappling hook, which is cool. It's very Indiana Jones like, but it looks yeah. cool because it makes sense during the action scene. And it again, what Uncharted does best, man, is that it makes it look like an action movie. Yeah. And I just love the fact that Sully is there. Yeah, but he, did you notice he dyed his hair this time? He's not yeah. like completely white. It's like, Sully, you're trying to gain, you know, access to the ladies or something like that. You're going for someone like half your age, you know, which yeah. would that be like 40, you know, <laughs> at this point? <laughs> oh, um, Victor goddamn Sullivan. <laughs> hey, at least he's still alive, man. He's not, yeah, a freaking, know. you know, bag of bones there. One game that was my, I would say, the biggest surprise of the whole entire thing. I started watching, I thought it looked stupid, but it looked awesome after a while, was it's a game called Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm -hmm. And you play as, like, it's in the future, and all technology stopped for, like, the human race. And basically, everybody goes back to, like, caveman-looking way, so they're building, like, bow and arrows and stuff. But the monsters or the animals are basically robots, so you have to hunt robots with like bows and arrows and it was a beautiful game. And I'm just like, that's a really cool, interesting idea to try, you know? Yeah. It's, it was very different. And it's the people that made kill zone. So oh, I was very really? happy to, yeah, I was very happy to see that they were doing a third person game since I get sick whenever I play first person games. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I loved about it, I thought the, the graphics were really good. I think that it's a, a different take. It's not a, oh, well, we're going to do a Lara Croft Tomb Raider type yeah. game. It's like they're going to do an action game with a female lead character. So I thought that was kind of cool. The thing that I loved about that trailer was the fucking dino trap that they made. Yeah, dude. Where they were just like wrapping all the uh, the ropes around them with the, the bow so and arrow. Cool, and it just like tripped them. And then he was just stuck there and just started shooting them in his weak point. But I like how she took a piece of the other robot and then shot him to kill him. Yeah. So that looks really sick. And what do you think of the new Tomb Raider, by the way, too? That was another one, Rise of the Tomb Raider. I actually didn't get to see that trailer. Was it any good? 
It looks good. It's she's on a mountaintop with I think one of the characters from the first game, the Tomb Raider, the new one. Yeah. And they're on a mountain, and it looks very cinematic. It looks cool. It looks basically like the other game, but it, again, it's just it feels very much you know now since Uncharted is the new king of the adventure games, it feels like that. But it still could be fun. I mean, you know, like I said, she's the original when it comes to like the Tomb Raiding and the adventuring stuff. So right. And I mean, I mean, I like the Tomb Raider, the the newest one that came too. out. I thought that was really good. I thought it was really good, and I think I got confidence in this one. This wouldn't just be like a fun game to play when there's nothing else to play. But I wouldn't put it as like my most wanted, though. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, make it very difficult since you don't have an Xbox. Oh, well, your roommate has an Xbox One, so you can play it there. That's right. I could just take his Xbox when he's not looking. Oh, oh the what? biggest news of all. What? Heavy Rain coming to the PS4. Oh, God, dude. We have to play fucking Heavy Rain. We have to. The voice acting is the fucking worst in that game, and it's great. I I really hope they leave that game completely intact with the terrible controls, the awful press X to Jason. Everything about that game, I hope they leave completely intact. I don't even want to say the big one because I feel like that's something we should keep when, you know, if we play this or whatever, or for another part oh, yeah, of yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but oh, no, what saying is it, it's a, what's that? There, there's no kidding. There's no way that we would not do this. Once that game comes out, we're going to play that on Twitch. <laughs> we have there's, to. There's no way around it. We're going to do it. And just the fact that one of his kids, I think his name's Sean, sounds like a little George St. Pierre from UFC is just <laughs> fucking brilliant, dude. <laughs> Now, speaking of bad voice acting, what did you think of all the presenters at this fucking conference, dude? I just, we have to talk about this. Yeah, so it's something that I think that we mentioned to each other in passing, but I'll I'll let you elaborate because this is more of your observation. Just the fact that everyone (laughs) said the same exact thing was hilarious because, like, you just see somebody come on stage and you know exactly what they're going to say. They don't even, all they have to do is change out the game. Dude. and, And that's it. All they fucking said was, you know, they're saying that this is the next generation. First of all, everybody is like, oh, we have the best fans in the world. I'm like, all right, that's cool. But that's real a very subjective statement because everybody's saying that. Yeah, like the and guy then, just before you said the same exact thing. So what makes their fans better than yours? Exactly. And then they would just say things like, oh, this game is going to bring players together in a way that we never seen before. It's going to change and be an innovation to the, the history of video games. And they're talking very much like an IT guy trying to explain something like my roommate made the observation that uh they basically they all try to talk like steve jobs they put their hands in the in front of them and they talk and they try to give a little personality but it's really stiff and they're looking up at the fucking teleprompter and i'm just like what the fuck guys just show the games i think you said it too that one guy looked like he came from his mom's basement yeah like dude clean up a little bit like geez you know you know like this is the thing I'm watching these things, and what you have to realize, what E3 really is, it's supposed to be, it's not even supposed to be for us to watch, it's supposed to be for all, you know, like, the retailers to see if they're going to buy, you know, however many units or whatever game that they're talking about. So, for the love of fucking God, could you just put on a fucking button-down shirt or something? Like, tidy up a little bit? Well, one guy... I have to go to work with, like, a button-down shirt and slacks. I hate doing that. But that's what my everyday is, so then I don't look like a fucking slob. Hey, I so, wear a suit and tie, buddy, so I even beat you on that one. 
Yeah, but you know what? If I saw me from work telling me like, hey, you should invest <laughs> millions of fucking dollars into this, or if I was like, buy my product, take all of your well-earned money and buy this, I wouldn't want Slav Rob telling me this. I wouldn't want Warp Rob telling me this. <laughs> Slav Rob, that's fucking great. <laughs> oh my god. Then you get the well, there was one guy that was dressed up as the Fallout guy, and he was so awkward because he had the little mech suit on that he made probably in his basement. And fucking like I'm like, dude, no one's dressed up at this thing. Why are you dressed up? It's fucking <laughs> like listen, more power to the guy. I'm not dissing on him. Like he can do what he wants. But it was just like he stuck out like a fucking so he had the helmet in his hand. He's clapping for them. And I'm like, dude, why did you bring this helmet with you? man what listen are you doing i'm i'm all for being all inclusive you know live how you want to live do what you want to do it doesn't matter same here but again <laughs> just think about who your audience is there's millions of people watching this and there's billions of dollars involved in this entire process and we don't Clean want to fuck up well, I will say one thing in terms of open world. This is like the last thing I'll say with uh, some of the games. Uh, Shenmue, which was an old game for Dreamcast, where basically it was the first like open world that like, you could do whatever the fuck you want game. Where it almost got boring because you actually had to get a job. <laughs> it went on. It went live on fucking uh, what was it Monday night for um. What's it called? Kickstarter. The Kickstarter, right? Yeah. Nine hours. It made its budget. I'm like fucking nine hours. It made a record. A it, was, record. it was two million dollars. Was their their goal? Yeah, and, and they they, hit. they surpassed that goal in nine hours. I will not see two million dollars <laughs> total in my entire life. Wait, dude, what if we did like a massive nonsense Kickstarter and just see if we can make enough money to actually do something? Oh, we would wait nine years. We wouldn't get fucking two hundred dollars. <laughs> I was gonna say we'd be like nine cents richer. <laughs> And it would be from us donating to ourselves. <laughs> Plus interest. <laughs> yeah, so this year's E3 was very interesting. I think we're definitely getting some freaking great innovative games. Everything's going to be just too much, though. Like, we've mentioned this before, the open world shit. It's going to, like, I feel like my brain's just going to rot because I'm just going to be playing games all the time now. <laughs> The, the one thing I'm happy with and one observation I made was that there was, besides Hitman, there was no other game announced that's coming out this year that I actually want to buy. That oh, I'm, really? I'm saying announced because Metal oh, Gear. I see. Yes. I mean, come on. And then... Um, <laughs> it's like, and of course. You know? Right. I, I'm not sure if I want to get Fallout, but that was, you know, talked about earlier and that was before E3, but there was only one game that was announced and I'm like, I need to get this. Mm-hmm. So, and that's Hitman. Yep. But if yeah, you said anything else, I'd actually be disappointed, my friend. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that it was so far everything was pretty cool. I think that there's a bright future when it comes to games. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what else is going to come out. I don't give a shit about Morpheus and fucking virtual reality. So I don't <laughs> care about that. I do want to play with Air Legos. So, um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what to say to this. All in all, successful. 
E3, and I'm looking forward to seeing what else comes out very soon. And hopefully one day we'll find out if we're actually a video game playing a video game. Oh my god. I can't believe we talked for 35 minutes and did not talk about The Last Guardian. Oh my fucking god. God damn it. How the fuck did we forget about that game? I I don't know. How how did we completely miss a fucking giant chicken rat dog thing? <laughs> just fucking brew things. Dude, all that yeah. thing does... It's like, that was the first game I saw, by the way. That's what I don't understand how we didn't talk about it. You know, I, I honestly think that it, it was... I don't know what it was. I had a better understanding of dreams than I did of this fucking game. <laughs> well, but, but like all I want, I just, I just, I didn't understand like what the hell language was that kid talking <laughs> in. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, if I have this giant thing following me, I want to at least yell at it in English. I think it's like and a half it, chicken, half dog. Yeah. But it's got a rat tail. I didn't even notice the fuck. Oh, that's right, the tail, because the tail helps the kid, right? Yeah. Uh, Holy shit. And then, I mean, he's, like, climbing up this thing, and he's not stabbing it. Like, why? What the fuck is that thing? It's like his giant pet, because the thing I get from this game, it's the people who made Shadow of the Colossus and Ico. And, I mean, like I said, I don't know what fucking language the kids speak, and, you know, this little kid, and he's with this giant doggy bird fuck thing i don't know anyway so the thing is he's basically calling it to come to him and then he makes a weird noise the dog it makes like almost like a monster sound but it's still licking itself and stuff like i have to watch mike's dog lick itself when i uncomfortably you know yeah well the thing is though i was thinking that mike is basically gonna love this game because it's a little kid which is like his son calling a giant pain in the ass dog like his dog yeah. So it's right up his fucking alley. Like, they're going to be having these adventures in their house every day. <laughs> he doesn't even need the game, actually, you know? Yeah. He, he just tells them where to go. Could, could you explain that game to me? I just don't fucking understand. I think it's like, again, with, like, Ico. I never played Ico, Ico. I don't know what it was called. But I think it's that you're basically... It's a puzzle game where you call the dog and you have to use the dog. I'm just going to call it a dog. I don't know what the fuck it is. That thing is not a dog. Dude, that's... The only thing that's got like a dog face and then it scratches itself like a dog. Everything else is just a fucking monstrosity. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you one thing. The graphics are cool and I like that they're different than most things you see. Yeah. Because it has that very Shadow of the Colossus look to it, like design, but it's better graphics of a fucking bird dog. Yeah, and a little fat kid with sandals. (laughs) That talks a weird language. It's like, wait, what the fuck am I saying to this thing? Yeah. You know what's the other thing we forgot to talk about? And this is a big one for me, is I forgot to tell about the Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay, am I supposed to care about that? Listen, Final Fantasy VII was an excellent game. I mean, it's not my favorite 
RPG. It's not my favorite. Even I would say maybe it's my favorite Final Fantasy game besides I like 12. No one likes 12 and Final Fantasy Tactics. But it was an inspirational game. That came out on PlayStation. That changed the way people looked at games. You know, PlayStation 1, the original PlayStation. The original PlayStation 1. This came out around the time, like, right after Resident Evil, right before Metal Gear Solid. So these were, like, the games that really shaped the new era of games at that time. Yeah. And the remake looks cool because, I mean, it's Everybody always wanted it because they look like little block figures in the fucking original game, and it like it doesn't hold up at all. You know, like I can never play that game. You know now, yeah. But looking at it, it looks beautiful, and it's cool. Like because they want to change the gameplay, which was um, that active time system where you had to stop and like press a button to attack and shit. I think they're gonna change it to make it more like action RPG ish. Mm-hmm. So I'm really looking forward to it. They're gonna have voice acting, which is cool. They're gonna have you know probably different areas, and it's gonna look beautiful. Like one thing I will say about Square Enix, their game, their presentation of their game, especially with the Final Fantasy series, is fucking bar on the best I've ever seen. Even if the, the games are really fucking stupid, make no sense, they are really pretty, man. Yeah, I mean, the the cutscene that they showed or whatever they were showing, the, the cinematics looked really good. Yeah, that's like the beginning of the game, basically. You start off the game, and that's like how it kind of starts with the train, and the guy that you play is a cloud, you know? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, if you notice our names, like, you put the first guardian because the last guardian. I put uh, one winged angel, and before everybody thinks I'm like some emo goth weirdo, that's actually the name of the bad guy Sephiroth in Final Fantasy VII. So I'm actually just making myself look like a bigger nerd. <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about that fucking weird chicken dog thingy. <laughs> doesn't it have like little wings though? It has like little tiny wings that yeah. doesn't even make sense. Like it wouldn't hold his mass. Yeah, sorry to keep getting you off of Final Fantasy, but how did that thing fly? It just doesn't make I, any fucking sense. I don't get it. Dude, you know what's fucked up too? Is that maybe that shit we can make in our dream sequence <laughs> or maybe that shit really exists and like it's it's going to come out of our dreams somehow. I don't Dude. know, man. I think All we right, got to one... stop talking about this shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But one other game that I will mention that looked like a fucking nightmare but was really cool was Gears. Gears 4. Oh, yeah, I didn't say anything about Gears 4. Supposedly they dropped the Of War in the Gears name. Oh, so now it's, so now just, now it's Gears? just Gears. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, it, that sounds like you're just fucking playing around with like in a sh- fucking shop. Well, I, I'm just really happy they didn't go with Gears of 4. <laughs> How could you not want them to say that, dude? <laughs> but the they showed gameplay. Gameplay was awesome. There was some storm that looked better than the fucking Dexter finale storm. He's <laughs> still gonna go on with that. Oh, we shouldn't I, even get into I, that shit. I think we should dedicate an entire podcast to me spoiling the end of Dexter. Which, honestly, you spoiled it for me, and I didn't even care. That's how bad it was. So, okay, so basically games are better than the Dexter finale. (laughs) Yeah, there's just, like, this massive storm that's going on, and it was probably some of the best graphics I've ever seen in a video game. Just from that, and I was watching a shitty stream that was, like, stalling on me, and it still looked amazing. And then I always liked the, the Gears of War games. The gameplay is always really cool for me, so it looked awesome. I'm looking forward to it. And it, does it not have that guy Marcus Phoenix? So you're not going to get like Baird, like his yeah. weird gruff that he has, you know? Yeah, no more Bender. Oh, real? Wait, that's it? Bender? 
Yeah, that's the guy that does Bender's voice from Futurama. Get the fuck out of here. You just, like, blew my fucking mind. Yeah, and he's, like, a redheaded guy that looks like Bender from Futurama in real life. <laughs> and he was the main guy? Yeah. Wow, that's weird, man. Yeah. But, well, yeah, so at least we got all the games. And, I mean, I don't think we need to talk about, like, all the other fucking games, like Just Cause 3, Deus Ex. Look, they look cool, but I'm not really looking forward to them because I don't really know too much about them. And Yeah. You know, yeah. So, but at least we got these two in. Yeah, yeah. That's enough bullshit for today. If you want to hear more nonsense, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Masters of Nonsense, and on Twitter at Nonsense Masters. Gentlemen, it's been real. It's been good. But it wasn't real good. <laughs>